Stephen Byrne on 2FM. Welcome to the podcast of all the things that happened on the show this weekend. It was packed. So let's just get straight into it. The big one. Hugh Jackman joined us to talk about Reminiscence, his brand new film, which is out in cinemas right now. It's kind of like a mix between Total Recall and also uh, Minority Report. You're going to love it. Here's what happened. Hugh, thank you so much for having a chat with us. Very much appreciated. Congratulations Pleasure. on this. Thank you. Absolute thank you. mammoth of a movie. Uh, yeah. But I wouldn't expect anything less from you in that regard. Do you ever get sick of the physicality, the running, the jumping, the punching, the fighting, the kicking, the dodging? <laughs> True. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I did a, I did a movie with uh, Sugar Ray um, and I, he was like a consultant on a movie I did. And I said, why did you quit? And he goes, man, for the first time in my life, I was about 36 and I got hit in the ribs. And I remember thinking, oh, that really hurt. And the moment I thought that, I was like, my career's over. And... <laughs> I don't remember the first 10 years in Hollywood falling and I would whack myself, move around. I'd be like, ah, let's go again. And now I'm a bit like, ah, oh, can we put down a little mat? Like, can we, <laughs> I need some pads. Yeah. I'm certainly feeling those more for sure. But I tell you what I loved was doing the, um, the underwater stuff. I'd never done that before. Yeah. That was fun. Frightening. Yeah, I'll leave you to do that. I could not do okay, myself. Not your thing. <laughs> um, Tandy Way and, and, and Rebecca, I mean, what a cast to have uh, alongside. Was it just... Brilliant, brilliant, everything? brilliant actors. So brilliant. It was really great to be on a set with a female director and two really strong yes. actors there. It was, it was just perfect. I loved it. And, you know, one thing I don't think you see in the movie, necessarily not in this movie, is how wickedly funny they both are. And when I say wicked, they're naughty, they're cheeky as is Lisa. So it was a really fun set. Yeah. I highly recommend doing a movie with all three of them. <laughs> you get a chance to say yes. Before, and I know exactly what you're talking about when it comes right. to filthy humor. Um, if you could jump into maybe an old movie and relive an old movie set that you've been on in the past, just like you do in this, what would you go back to just to get that experience again? I, you know, the first thing that came to my mind was some of those early X-Men movies. Mm -hmm. I think there was, I think I was pretty nervous on the first time. It was my first movie, and so a lot of it was new. I don't think I realised how much there was a camaraderie between all the actors on that. Um, I just sort of – and that – I would love to go back and relive some of that. We had an absolute blast on those movies. We laughed so much on those movies. And Lame Is is another one. Every – got to be honest, that's, for me, the best part of shooting – anything is that team element to it they're, they're usually my most favorite memories of it all well hopefully we'll see you again maybe with them again who knows um when it comes to I remember front runner. that's another one one of the funnies the <laughs> cast in front runner jason ryman just puts together these yeah. unbelievable casts of hilarious people he loves working with comedians so Literally being on set all night on a night shoot with Bill Burr is one of the best ways to do a night shoot. Night shoot I can promise you that. He's an absolute legend. Um, just before we went into this whole new world, you did get the opportunity to come to Ireland and you tasted your first Guinness on this land for the first time. Can you describe it to me in one sentence? How perfect was it? Before I describe the Guinness, <laughs> that's what I, I've got a new answer. Everyone said, what would you go back to experience again if you had a reminiscence machine? <laughs> It's that. My daughter said to me the other day, she said, you know, Dad, I'm thinking about either going to Scotland or Ireland for, for college. I said, oh, we're going to Ireland. You're going to Ireland. And she goes, oh, like, 
I'd be very, as I just loved it there. I loved it. And by the way, I love Scotland too, but that Guinness, just the silky smooth, it's otherworldly. Look, I could literally be doing commercials for Guinness. I even rode my bike past doing a little pilgrimage past the factory in the mornings before the show. <laughs> you know, <laughs> totally just giving it a little salute. I'd drunk Guinness my whole life, but that's a whole different thing. And I, I got to tell you one more thing. People say to me, of all the places you performed, I did 92 concerts. We went all over the world. Ireland, best audience by far. Well, you're always welcome back, man. And congratulations on this. Reminiscence is an absolute, like I said, just a roller coaster of a movie. So job well done. Continuing along the movie trend. Trust me, we had some superstars on the show this weekend. I can't believe this. Jodie Comer from Killing Eve joined us to talk about her role in the brand new movie Free Guy. It stars Ryan Reynolds. She broke it down. Not only that, also all the accents she has to take on in it, which is kind of a trademark for her now at this stage. If you've seen Killing Eve, you'll know she's very, very good at it. Here's what happened when she joined us on the show. Thank you so much for talking to us, Jodie. Very much appreciate it. Congratulations on this. It was exactly what I needed coming out of all these little things. Just pure and utter fun. Um, yes. All throughout. Can you tell me about working with um, with Ryan on this? Because obviously he's a, a laugh a minute on screen. Is it exactly the same between the two of you on set? Pretty much. I mean, he's everything you think he is and, you know, 10 times more. Mm-hmm. He's so wonderful. And, um, you know, I think something I really admire about Ryan now having worked with him is just how, how kind of involved he is and in all aspects. He was always kind of on set, making sure everyone was comfortable, everyone had what they needed. And ultimately was like having a good time. Um, you know, and I always had the kind of battle of being in scenes with him and trying not to laugh at everything that he did, which was probably the hardest part of the, <laughs> of the whole film. Um, but yeah, he's, he's honestly, he's wonderful. Um, you obviously get to play two different characters here somewhat. So I'm assuming the most fun was had while you were in the video game rather than the, the scenes that you filmed outside. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it was because that was also a channel challenge, you know, like the physicality. I'd never really worked that kind of heavily with a with a stunt department before. Um, so Molotov is definitely further away from myself um, out of the two women. But it was great. Like I got the best of both worlds. I got to I got to be in the real world and then go, you know, to kind of the sets, whether it was green screen or where they'd built the stash houses and all the cars were in there and all the cars were like millions and millions of dollars and they would all come with their owners like their owners would be standing by the car don't touch it don't touch it (laughs) yeah they'd be like oh like when we were doing all these kind of big action sequences so that was that was fun um when you do put on you know a costume like that you know with the wig and and you're holding Mm -hmm. it on do you feel like a badass is there that feeling just come over you and you're just like yeah this is me yeah it did (laughs) I don't know it was it was a tricky one because I mean it was the costumes were amazing um but I was in I was in knee-high leather boots leather pants and like this kind of iron it wasn't iron but like this iron (laughs) chest plate and a wig in like the Boston summer heat um so it was sticky for sure um and you know what it's like the moment someone tells you to be cool you're like, oh God, this is a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, you know, your toes kind of curl up and go, oh. But um, no, it was so great. You know, the, the more you don't look like yourself, the, yeah. the better it the better it is, really. 
well you completely carried it off um I mentioned there <laughs> everybody mentions that you're just so good at accents I actually do have to google after ever even though I know you and I've seen you in so many things I have to google every time after just to make sure I know where you're actually from <laughs> <laughs> oh I love that really so how how oh thank you do you enjoy kind of being able to just um, play around with that and, and and really dive into different characters? And in this movie, of course, being around, being able to play with a couple. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as long as it's true to the story, you know, I, I remember when I got the script and, and, and they spoke to me about the accents and I was like, oh, what is the reasoning? Are we just yeah. doing this because, you know, like I'd come off Killing Eve and yeah. obviously there is so much kind of exploration in that. Um. But then, you know, after like, you know, even thinking about my brother, he's played video games all his life and his his avatars are always American. And I was like, oh, this this can make sense. So as long as it's truthful and makes sense, it's fine. Otherwise, it gets a bit gratuitous and it's like, oh, she's just showing off. She's just doing it all over again. Yeah. Boo. Um, well, so I will never ever scream do at anything you do because I'm, <laughs> oh, thank I'm you. pretty sure it's going to be at the highest quality which it's always been so congratulations thank you so thank much you. Looking forward to the final so glad you enjoyed it and yeah completely absolutely adored this so have a great day thank you so much if you're a fan of horror Neve Algar joined us to talk about Censor which is also out in cinemas this weekend a brilliant horror movie all about horror movies take a listen first up I wanted to know why she got into this movie and 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 why she wanted to make a horror movie like this it was the story I hadn't seen um I hadn't seen anything like this kind of explored before in cinema especially with a female lead um you know just Enid is this kind of remarkable character that you know she's dealing with this repressed memory and psychological distortion where she starts and where she finishes as a character is like bonkers I like I read the script and then I stopped and then went back kind of 20 pages to just kind of go wait a second <laughs> like did <laughs> I just read that it? yeah like did <laughs> I just read that correctly and I love that and then you know you start you can't help it but you start to kind of visualize how that might look and you know it was it was incredibly exciting and I had looked at the lookbook that Prano Bailey Bond the director put together and it's this it, it, it was something that I hadn't seen done before so that for me is such an is such an appeal and this movie is a big appeal. Um, like I said, a tough watch at points, but if you're a fan of horror, you'll really love it. If you don't know video nasty is, it's one of the exploitive horror movies from maybe the 70s and 80s, and there was a big genre of this. Here's what she had to say about diving into those movies and whether she watched many of them before this. Yeah, like I, I watched, I think I watched in total about 10 video nasties. And then after that, I was like, right, I think like, I got it, I got it, <laughs> I can't yeah, wait. <laughs> Okay, that's enough. You know, like the original, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, this film called Let's Scare Jessica t- to Death, which Prano was quite persistent on me watching. And uh, and then there was one, because there's a scene in it where um, it's quite, it's, you know, it's quite a pivotal scene in the movie when she watches Don't Go in the Church, which is mm. the movie where she's convinced or potentially convinced that the woman in it is her sister. And it has this, deeply emotional profound effect on her and Prano had shown me this movie because I had said to her she was like you know what's going to really kind of kick you in the gut like what do you need from me visually because I was essentially just going to be looking at a, a 
a blank screen. And just in case you didn't like the sound of all them, how about people just do nothing? The corrupt FM, FM boys are taking their way from television to the big screen. People just do nothing big in Japan, out in cinemas right now, and uh, we got to catch up with the lads to talk all about it. This was gas crack. Enjoy. Yeah, I mean, literally hundreds of pounds. Yeah, hundreds. <laughs> 300 pounds each, each a yeah, month. So, yeah, and yeah. We filmed for six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So imagine that. I mean, like 450. Yeah. No, um, we, uh, we, we, we never, kind of never even. Uh, had the idea of doing a film. We just wanted to end it at series at the end of series mm. five. So we kind of wrapped up the storylines nicely, and you know was happy with what we the sort of what we left there, and wanted to move on. But Ash came to us with the idea of possibilities to possibly doing a film because there was some um, interest in that, and we weren't one hundred percent sure on it at first. So we said let's all sit down in a writers room together, and if we come up with an idea that makes us all laugh and we get excited about it, then we'll do it. If not, let's leave it. Um, and um, yeah, we are there for about, for a couple of hours. And I think John, our producer suggested um, Japan as one of the ideas. And we kind of thought about the logic of it being through the game show and, and how you have niche acts out there being big in Japan. But we parked the idea to the side because we thought maybe it's a bit too sort of aspirational and uh, but that's the one that kind of won in the end. That's the one that, that stuck. Was it? I was going to say, was it someone looking for a holiday? Or... Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where have we to wanted go. to go before in the past? Yeah. Jamaica was on there as well. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Um, when it comes to as well, what was the reaction over there when you went over there from, from the people of Japan? Um, and uh, how much did you... I've been before. The culture is obviously incredible, but just such a lovely, lovely, welcoming place. Yeah. It was really good. Uh, we went out there for a recce a year before me and Hugo um, for a writing trip and uh, it was amazing. We loved it, like the food, the culture, the people. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, there was no, there's no welcome because they knew about the show. But, yeah. But yeah. 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 yeah, in general, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. They don't care who we are. No, 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 no. And that's the beauty. It was probably just nice to get away, yeah. you know, to get away yeah. from all that. It's yeah. nice, yeah, it's yeah. nice. Yeah. To get away from like three people a week coming up to me. You know, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I can't breathe. Yeah, breathe <laughs> enough. Yeah. Uh, can you bring me back to to, to the Baptists and, and and winning that? And I guess the the validation of something like that being like we know we have our fans, we know we have the people that love this, but to get that recognition from something like that, an institution like that, how was that for you guys? Yeah, it was amazing, man. Yeah, it was good. Is it, it was more like for me, like for my parents, like mm. to be like, oh, okay, like. <laughs> Yeah. He's doing something. Yeah, he is doing something. <laughs> and people do like it. Yeah. Well, these people who judge panels like it. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, man. Uh, it wasn't, it's not a massive thing in our kind of culture growing up. Mm. About, you know, it's not something that we're like, maybe we can win a BAFTA one day. You know? I think because we're removed from it. Yeah. Like, we don't know yeah. what sort of weight that holds until. They're like, quite heavy. Yeah, they're really heavy. Uh, Really? And also, till you get one, mm. didn't really realise how significant that is. It's true, man. Yeah. And um, uh, now we are because yeah, we have one. Exactly. You're allowed to be. And you know what? You deserve to be. So yeah, exactly that. That's it. We're, we're entitled. Yeah. yeah. 
absolutely yeah. and utterly and yeah, do you know what yeah. you're entitled to another movie do you think you do another yeah. One? <laughs> well yeah 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 <laughs> yeah or star wars or something, yeah. you know yeah like a black and white film that you want to be in exactly go to like space that. Go to space yeah. for the next one. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably be in a French film now, mate. Yeah, subtitles. Yeah. And I'll be in, like, Return of the Sith 2 or something. <laughs> Stephen Byrne. On 2FM.